guys, welcome back to Crime Connect, and this is our first week update. It's not a weekend update, it's a, a weekly update. So what happened last week? We're going to try this schedule out um, and see if it works better than weekends. And today I'm here with Jerusha. Howdy ho. And I'm also melting because I just went outside and it's really fucking hot. <laughs> a little ridiculous. Triple digits, you, right? Georgia? I'm yeah, okay. Well, like, I think it's in the 90s, but because we have humidity here, and the Ew. humidity is at 100%. Ew. So it, it pushes our heat index up to like 107, 110. It's gross. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've been to Tennessee, and it wasn't even that hot. It wasn't even in the triple digits, and I swear to you, I was dripping. Yeah. Just just yeah. like moving five five feet. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. It is still an upgrade for me because, you know, I was born and raised in Miami. Mm -hmm. And every time I mention that to somebody here, they're all like, oh, so you're used to it. This is the same. <laughs> no, this is not the same. Miami is tropical. There is nowhere else in this country that is tropical like Miami. It is not the same. It's hot and it's humid. But it's not the same. Yeah. Miami is so much worse. Dude, California, I don't know what it is about this place. Right here, smack dab in the middle. It it it, it is the worst. And it's not just like the heat, it's like it because we're we're surrounded by by goats and cows. And yeah. so, you know, the the dairies, you know, the poop, the manure, just Ooh. That wonderful smell in the morning and that wonderful smell in the evening. It's just like, oh, jeez. Because all it does is just sit there and yeah. heat up. Yeah, when I lived in a... I lived in a small cattle town in Florida for a while. Mm -hmm. It was like that there, too. <laughs> mm -mm. I can't wait oh, to get I out of here. Me, too. We were talking about moving... We always talk about moving to Montana or to Alaska. I think Montana would be better because I just can't fathom the travel to Alaska. But I do wish I lived in Alaska. Alaska, the only thing I'd be worried about is the um, the roads and, and driving conditions and what, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. I would never drive there, which is mm. another plus for me. <laughs> 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 we just want to have, like, a place out in the middle of nowhere that gets internet and, and plumbing, but out in the middle of nowhere. Are, are you going to shoot your own food? Own food? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But I, I can't... See, this is the problem we're having because we're both on the same page that we want a homestead mm -hmm. and, um, you know, like, have our own stuff and whatnot. But I don't know if I could, like... Ava's talking. Do you hear her? <laughs> of course I do. She's talking to her show. Um, <laughs> no, she's talking to Santa. I just heard her say Santa. <laughs> I was going to say you let her watch Christmas her, in July. She watches these shows and she talks and I said, I'm going to go do the podcast. I need you to whisper. I think she forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Cause she has headphones on, 
And she doesn't realize how loud she is. <laughs> Did you tell her I want to do a podcast with her? Not yet. Because she'll <laughs> want to do it right now. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm iffy about like raising my own food. I feel like I can raise my own food. I just can't butcher my own food. You know, like That's... if I could pay somebody else to do it or if Ralph could do it on another property. <laughs> right i could deal with that so yeah i i uh i lived uh in a community that uh we raised our own food and they wanted to make barbie coats out of rabbits oh rabbit god. skins and i was like oh oh my god <laughs> i was like no that's creepy I know, right? It's like um, serial killer creepy. It'll be on the show one day. Mm-mm-mm. Barbie clothes. Actually, the dude that said that to me was actually um, um, a security guard for Marlon Brando when um, Marlon Brando's son was shot. Oh. So, guess it, guess it kind of tells you what kind of people he knows or knew at the time <laughs> oh so we have a lot to talk about this week mm-hmm. and i have a lot of notes because i got a new notepad and i found my pen <laughs> in so the book actually, don't t- don't tell him the- don't tell him it was in the book <laughs> he doesn't listen i asked him yesterday do you listen to my podcast and he's like uh no <laughs> <laughs> We have a lot of notes and a weird thing happened this weekend and I, it's, it's weird, but it's not weird because it's summer and people are very active, you know, mm-hmm. um, everybody's out there hiking and camping. And this weekend we had five different people go missing right in, in the woods or camping uh, in the desert, that sort of thing. So I have a timeline. I think the best way to, to do it is in timeline form here. On July 11th, um, we had two teenage girls, 16-year-olds, Marta and Maya, were camping and hiking in Ontario, Canada. Yep. And they were with a big group of, like, these Polish scouts. I forget the name. but So they were experienced. But Mm -hmm. they missed a, a rendezvous point where they were supposed to meet up with everybody. Yeah. And... They were missing. Then on July 12th, we had um, Cheryl Powell go missing. She was camping with her husband. And he went to move their vehicle for five minutes, came back, and she was gone. Her and her dog disappeared. Right, she was holding the dog. Mm Mm-hmm. And... That same day, we had Barbara Thomas. She's 69 years old, and she went missing also. Cheryl was in California, and Barbara was in California about three hours apart. Wait, I didn't hear about Barbara. Oh, we're going to talk about Barbara. I got lots of information on that one. Okay. Um, Barbara was, well, she's 69, and she and her husband were camping in the 
in uh, Mojave oh, Desert. Oh, yes. And he stopped to take a picture, and she kind of continued along the trail to go back to their campsite because they weren't very far from it. Okay, yeah. Didn't make it to the campsite. She went missing. Um, then we had on, what is it, July 15th, we had yep. Gabriella, two-year-old little girl, went missing. And this was in Michigan. And I want to say the family was packing up the campsite. Yeah, they were packing up to go home. And uh, they turned around and she wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Um. Hi, Arlo. Did you hear that? <laughs> he just stretched out and did that. <laughs> oh, he's going to do this thing now. He, 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 when he doesn't like that I put him away, he plays in his bed. And he acts like... like it's the end of the world. Yeah. Um... Yes, so Gabriella went missing, and that makes five. Those are our five yeah. people. So we're going to talk really quickly. Uh, Marta and Maya, the, the teenagers in Canada, were found after four days yep. in good condition. Mm -hmm. They were um, doing very well. They got lost, and they just decided to stay put where they were, which is what they tell you to do. Yep, that's exactly what they tell you to do. Yep. Um, Gabriella, the little two-year-old girl, she was found, it was a little over 24 hours later, I believe. Yeah, she, they, um, it was like two, two o'clock in the afternoon or four o'clock in the afternoon and she disappeared 8 a.m. the other day or yeah. something yeah. like that. And she's okay. She had walked up to a house, um, or in the vicinity of a house and they knew that a little girl had been missing and they called the cops right away. Mm -hmm. And she is thankfully so, so good. I saw, did you see the picture of her with- Yes, um, with the cookie. The, the cookie, yeah. <laughs> Sitting in the the first responder's lap. Oh my yes. gosh. I, I got oh. chills. I was like, oh. I freaked out though, because with Gabriella, it was, um, they said that they found her pink jacket yeah. Just off by itself. And I guess that's something... I mean, kids do that. Kids strip. Yeah. So, yeah. and even they said, you know, when she was found, she was missing even more clothes. But, I mean, that's just something kids do. But... Yeah. I'm just glad... I, I'm glad she's okay. I'm glad... I'm glad Marta and Maya are okay. Now, Marta and Maya are not twins, even though they're both age 16. They were... Right. Uh, just, fr just friends of, uh, at the campsite or whatever. Yes, just friends. So let's talk about Cheryl because this was a case that we actually created a group for. Yeah. Um, and it, it, was, it was pretty big for, you know, the day or so that we had the group. Yeah. Um, Cheryl Powell and her husband are avid travelers campers hikers um there's lots of pictures of them together yeah on their facebooks it's very prominent they you can see them hiking you can see them climbing even their children i mean their profiles and their their cover photos they're they're avid outdoor people right so when you when you hear the story you have to think you know the husband went 
for five minutes he was gone, comes back and she's gone. And she wouldn't just just walk away. She wouldn't get mm-hmm. lost in that few minutes of time because this is what they do all the time. You know, they're right. very experienced. This isn't people that had just decided to take a camping trip and something went wrong. So it was mm-hmm. it was very odd, I think, for people um, to think that, you know, she just vanished yeah. in there. And her dog. And she has a little dog. I don't know what type of dog it is. I'm trying to think. I th- I think it was a terrier of some sort, wasn't it? Like a a brown terrier or something. I I remember seeing a picture, but I can't like. I thought it was more of like a, a lasso apso or a. Oh, was it a mix of something? Yeah, I think. Let me see I if I can. Know. I'm gonna see if I can pull up a picture real quick. See if I can. I think it had like floppy ears really cute i think her name was miley yeah it is miley yeah the name was miley and miley has um some sort of issue with her legs so she doesn't really walk well so there's some pictures of cheryl carrying miley in like a um like almost like a baby yeah it's a it's a pet carrier but it's for dogs i'm looking at it right now and you you could be right it could be a lopso opso um, maybe, I don't know why I thought Something Terrier. Like Those ears are just adorable. It's got the cute little look with the cute little fur and the ears. Mm-hmm. You know, like like a, a very furry pug. Puppy look. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so the dog didn't just run off either. I mean, if it were my dog, if I were missing and it was my dog, you could be like, oh, that dog ran off and she went to go find it. <laughs> she got lost because that's exactly what would happen to me. But her dog can't just run off. So mm. that kind of eliminated that possibility for us. Well, at least for me, I didn't mm-hmm. really think that that is what happened. So I was really confused by the whole thing, honestly, the whole scenario. And her family was sure that, well, not sure, but they wanted the police to at least consider that this was an abduction. Mm -hmm. And I think probably for the same reasons that I was confused that that these are experienced people, the dog's not going to just run off. And what they kept saying is the Cheryl and her husband had a really good relationship. Yeah. So he wouldn't have done anything to her which of which course we hear our a circles, lot yeah we hear that in every almost every case right um in our circles that's the first thing you think of you know mm-hmm. women are more likely to be hurt or killed by their spouse than a stranger so right you know that's just where our, our head goes especially in a discussion group because that's what we're here for is to discuss the different possibilities right but he he ended up being ruled out very yes. early on and the police and he, ruled him out mm-hmm. and, and then they told him that you know you need to go take care of yourself and i guess he wouldn't even leave he he, he refused to leave yeah so yeah so i think after they ruled him out then I was really confused, honestly. I was like, what happened to this lady? Mm-hmm. Because it just didn't make sense. So she went missing on 
the 12th was that friday yeah no uh yes, oh yeah 12 yeah it's the 12th so she went missing on friday um on the 15th which is monday they found miley the dog right and then I was really confused. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been so confused in a case because I, I didn't think she would ever leave her dog, you know, um, if yeah. she had her dog. And then I kind of thought, well, maybe the dog did run off and she did go looking for it. Um, Miley was okay. She was, she was in good condition. And about... I want to say it was like two hours later. We found out that that Cheryl was found alive. Yeah, I, I actually think that once they found Miley, it wasn't that like yeah, it it I wasn't so that too. much longer. But they wanted to, uh, you know, get her safe and exactly. and and that type of thing because I truly don't think that. Miley went very far from her. She was only she was two, um, 200 yards. Is that yeah, what they said? Yeah. 200 feet, I think. 200 feet. Sorry. Yeah, My bad. 200 close. yards. That's not it. So 200 feet away by from the her. Time, the, by the time that we heard that Miley was found, they probably had already found her. Yeah. Right. And, they just and publicize it. Yeah. And Cheryl had said, oh, I, I don't want to go there yet, but um, she was not far. Um. But she was far from where, out of the, the grid search area. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, she's in good condition. They took her to the hospital, a little dehydrated. I think she had said mm-hmm. she found a cactus, and she ate some cactus fruit. And... Yeah, cactus fruit and some uh, standing water. Yes. Um and then her son posted. Do you have that post? I do. I do. You um, want to uh, talk about that post? Do you want me to read it? Um, you can summarize, I think. Okay. So for the backstory, and um, this is from her son, and he says graphic details to follow. So he talks about his mom was waiting for dad to get back up uh, with the Jeep, and she decided to go pee. Behind a tree, when she was approached with a middle by a middle-aged man with a knife. I should have say what she what she quoted him saying, because uh, well, I mean, skip that. <laughs> okay, well, pretty much he just said he was gonna take advantage of her, and if he if she didn't like it, he was gonna hurt her dog. Um, so she ran away. She went downhill, and she said that she knew that. Dad was beeping and yelling for her, but she had to get away from this man chasing her, and was he was trying to rape her. So she stayed away from the main paths, um, even though she didn't know uh, anything about the area. Um, but like we said, she, um, you know, she's aware of her surroundings and she this is what she does so she knew about use drinking the stagnant or she drinks some of the stagnant water she used she knew about the cactus fruit but she was still dehydrated <clears throat> and eventually she couldn't walk any longer so she was scooting 
she tried to leave Miley leashed near um, some some stagnant water, but uh, Miley refused to be left alone and broke out of the leash. Mom, her mom, the his mom saw the helicopter. Cheryl saw the helicopters and tried to wave them down, but they didn't notice her because she was so far outside of the search area. Um, and she she actually told them that on that day, the fifteenth, um, she was starting to give up. Now this is weird. It says it was two hundred yards, so I wonder if it was two hundred feet or two hundred yards. But Miley's barking alerted the search and part rescue personnel to her presence. Um, they found her t some some two hundred yards away. So I'm so two hundred feet, two hundred yards, but still, I mean, you know. Once they, Miley was her savior. Yes. So, and I know that they were calling for like two hundred, uh, you know, rescue, you know, two two hundred people to be out there looking, but they wanted experienced people, so they were only down to like seventeen. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much longer they would have been able to look for her, really, because they don't. I mean, they try. Right. But when it's an adult, they, you know, a week is usually what they give it. Yeah, well, remember Amanda Eller? Mm -hmm. She was missing mm -hmm. 11 days. And, um, you know, they, the, the law enforcement gave up pretty early. Yeah. But uh, the family kept searching and, you know, they had their GoFundMes and whatnot. Yeah. And they had they, to find their own search. Yeah, and they fund their, funded their own searches and, and had the rescue copters and such. And they found her alive, too, which still gives me chills because I, I knew it. I, I, I just knew. I just knew. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. So um, I know some people doubt this story that Cheryl says happened about the man with the knife. Um, we've had, like kind of both opinions in the group, I think, and, and online. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm, I'm just going to say my personal opinion is those national forests are scary. State parks and national parks. I grew up being told, you know, crazies live in there. They camp out in there. It's kind of like a safe haven for um, some people who don't want to be on the government's radar People who, mm -hmm. you know, just like being alone, they move their camps around, that kind of thing. Mountain they people. Freak me out. Yeah. They freak me out, those forests. So I don't ever, I love camping and we don't like to camp in, in um, places that don't have, you know, a lot of campsites or um, a ranger nearby or something like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I believe well, that somebody would have approached her like that just because I mean why not I, we hear crazy stuff all the time the only thing that I that that concerns me is is did they talk to people while they were out there yeah <laughs> was anybody else out there and and you know if they're going to uh look into this matter on on uh it, the description of this man if we're gonna see a a sketch or something because yeah i cause, haven't heard because i would assume it. that this would be considered attempted rape and yeah. uh trying to uh, attempted kidnapping too so 
I haven't heard anything else about it. We did hear that it was, I think, the day after she went missing. Um, a few hours away. It was four hours away, I think, in another California state park. Um, a man was shot and killed because he had climbed into a couple's tent and was on top of the woman trying to assault her. Um, Yeah, so if you doubt that crazy stuff happens, it happens. And I mean, this person was trying to do it right in front of another person who shot and and killed him. Let's not forget Tristan Baudet from last year. Yes. And the the shootings that were, were happening. Yeah, so the woods are crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are our four people who were found alive, which is a very good weekend. If you have five campers missing and four have been found alive, that's very, very good for us because we hear a lot of the other way. Yeah. Um, I still have hope for Barbara, but Barbara, I also think... Um, there's a possibility that she may have been abducted. I really think so. And I'm going to explain. So Barbara and her husband are also very avid um, travelers. They have their own camper. They take it around. He's a photographer. Like I said earlier, they were walking um, back to their camp. Mm-hmm. Barbara, they weren't out long and they didn't expect to be out long because Barbara was only wearing a bikini, a black bikini, a red ball cap, and some tan hiking boots. And I believe she had a beer with her. So they were just, you know, going out, taking some pictures, coming back to the camper to relax and enjoy their trip. Mm-hmm. He had stopped to take some pictures. I don't know what, like he saw something, stopped to take pictures. And she said that she was just going to go back to the camper because it wasn't far. This is very low terrain from what I've read. You can see far, you know, it's not like a bunch of trees that are covering and, you know, you can't see more than, you know, 10 feet or whatever. Um, They had hid a key under a rock by the camper. Mm -hmm. And that key was still there when the husband got back. So she never made it to the camper. Now she had, in order to get from where he was to where the camper was, she had to actually cross a road, a paved road. Okay. So mm-hmm. I think I remember anybody that part. driving by, you know, sees a woman alone in a bikini mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere, could have picked her up. Yeah. It's, you know, definitely a possibility. I don't see how she got lost in that amount of time, in that terrain, going, you know, back to her camper. Barbara's husband actually believes that she was abducted. And for some reason, I don't know why, but he seems to think that she's been taken to Las Vegas and being held there. I don't know if it's, he has like a legit... Um, reason for that or if it's just I hate to say it but like an age thing is this the, is this in the vault yes so could he be one of the the ones that want to storm the area 51 <laughs> area 51 
No, I don't think so. <laughs> that story cracks me up. Yeah, I know. The memes are great. Yeah. I hope they don't actually do anything. I, I think I said to somebody before that I think that a bunch of people are going to go, but they're all just going to be staying there and wait for somebody else to do something. You know? Right. Um, so that's Barbara. She is still missing. And I really don't see a lot of coverage about her case. It's very odd. Oh, I'm, I'm just kind of wondering, like, what information they have right now. All that is public is that, you know, she had no supplies with her. She was in a bikini. Um, it has gotten up to, like, 104 degrees. And... And she's just, she never made it back to the camper. And, and she's it. where? And she's, is she's in the Mojave Desert? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, 104 sounds about right. And then that also makes it sound like, like uh, Vegas is definitely, I mean, a road of, a road for possible travel. You know? Yes. That road gives me the chills because... First, I thought she was just, you know, lost or whatever. But when I heard about the road, mm-hmm. you know, it adds a whole different element. Now you have the possibility that somebody did come in and take her and very easily because they didn't have to go off road to do it. Right. So it's very scary. So we do hope that Barbara is found. We do have a thread on her in the vault. Um, and I'm keeping updated with that one. So those are our missing campers. Um, I know you've heard about this. The food tampering people. Oh, geez, Louise. Lord, cheese, it's don't mess with my food. What is wrong with people? That's what I want to know. I literally want to know what possesses anybody to do this. And it's not just kids. It's no, it's grown not. ass people. Mm-hmm. I, so, I I watched I watched a video and of like TikToks or whatever and this dude well this this dude picks up a thing of Listerine and swigs it and then spits it back in the bottle puts the lid back on and walks away and I'm like oh my god and then in the same video Somebody spits inside of an Arizona tea and then puts it back on the shelf. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm like, no, I'm not eating anymore. I'm not going to. I'll find a new way to take care of my teeth. I'll I'll make sure everything has a seal. I'll I'll dust for fingerprints on the seals before I touch the food. Well, to make my own stuff. This would have been a good gateway to go right right into that, but oh well. Yeah. <laughs> so it started with the girl in Lufkin, Texas, mm-hmm. who licked the ice cream, the bluebell ice cream. Blue blue ribbon or bluebell or blue ribbon? Oh no, no, I thought it was bluebell. Oh, let me look. The big tubs. Blue ribbon is the small tubs. Is it? I don't know. Tubs, right? I don't eat ice cream anymore. So, 
I eat um, ice cream, but I only get it from Rite Aid because they're the only ones that can make mint chip right. Oh, mint chip is so delicious. Do you get green mint chip or white? Green. Hello. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> it was Bluebell. Okay. Okay, so it was Bluebell. Um, yeah, so she licked it. Then she put the lid back. She put it back in the freezer and laughed, and it went viral. Now, you may have heard that she also went online and bragged about it and said, might as well call this Flubel because I was a little sick that day. Uh... And encouraged people to go and do it too. But that was not actually her. That was a catfish profile using her pictures and, Which, and taking those... credit for her. Those pop up in in, yes. in in cases sometimes, and I'm, that doesn't surprise me at all. So the police have actually said they had to track down six different catfish profiles to rule them out to get to her. Wow. Because, yeah, so many people thought this was funny and that they should just take credit for it too. And so they there were six catfish profiles. They ended up finding her. She's a minor. So she's not going to be charged as an adult, and they've sent the case to the Texas Juvenile Justice Department. And I haven't heard anything since about whether they're going to charge her. But the charges are serious. You can't tamper with food. If you remember the Tylenol murders back in I was the day, just going to mention those, yeah. Yeah, you cannot tamper with food because of that. And that is why when you hear that, you know, that she's facing so many years in jail, that is why. Not that I think she would ever get that many years, but the reason why that charge carries such a harsh penalty is because of the Tylenol murders. And since then, it's just been one thing after another. Like you said, the kids that spit in the Arizona tea. There was a Louisiana man who also licked ice cream. He ended up buying the ice cream. And so when the police showed up, he thought he was okay because, hey, look, I purchased this ice cream. Mm-mm. But he was not. He was arrested. Mm-mm. He was charged with property tampering and posting illegal activity because they don't want this stuff to go viral anymore. They don't right. want you to encourage other people to tamper with food. It's a serious issue. I don't know what diseases you might have that you're licking ice cream and putting it on the ice cream and that I'm going to eat. You know, there's all sorts of things out there. Uh, STDs. STDs, yeah. And just, you know, the gross factor. Hello. This well, was a gross man. Right. I, I work I worked at a at an at a um fast food restaurant and oh, it made me mad sometimes because the guys in the back they would get pissed off because the order would get changed in between they start growling and grumbling about you better be careful i might lick their bun or something and i'm just like oh geez so that i always like worry about making sure that i'm friendly when i like go to the the drive-thrus and stuff because i don't want my food tampered with and now i don't i don't even i mean i want pizza right now (laughs) i don't know what it is i want carbs i just saw a commercial for pizza hut and i'm like Ooh, that looks really good. But I don't want to order any pizza because I don't. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. If it, it ain't sealed in a, if it ain't sealed up, I don't want it. Not right now. 
So the, you know, Simply Lemonade? No. They've got like uh, regular lemonade and pink lemonade and light lemonade. They have a seal on their container on the front. So you can see if anybody's twisted it off. Mm-hmm. But then they also have like a regular seal inside too. Mm-hmm. But the sticker on the front, somebody was peeling them off to <gasps> make it look like they had all been tampered with. But the seals inside were actually intact. And that's oh. the thing, like, Bluebell ice cream doesn't have seals. Mm-mm. You just open it, which, I don't know, maybe it's, like, a to keep it creamy. I don't really know the reasoning behind that. I mean, it, but... it is ice cream. I don't think you're really expect like, I mean, somebody to take a, take a tub of ice cream out of the freezer yeah. and, like, lick it and then put it back. You don't think about that because it's ice cream, and then when you go to open it up, it's all frozen so you can't tell so i mean who knows i'm sure i've consumed somebody else's spit you know and it grosses me out thinking about it but i'm sure that 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 it's happened now (laughs) right but it could be i mean damn i got enough medical issues i don't need any more if somebody's got something that's wrong with them Raise my anxiety level a little bit higher. Why don't we? So, did you hear about this Florida woman? Oh yeah, yes. I have. I I just pulled up the article so I can go over it. Um, if you guys thought that was all gross, this is even grosser. Mm -hmm. A Saint Petersburg Florida woman was arrested. Um, she was arrested on last week sometime. Um, she had been for weeks going into the business next door to her and tampering with their stuff, their food. It was an ice cream shop. So their ice cream, the stuff they make the ice cream with. She was apparently angry over a parking spot dispute. And this business Mm -hmm. has a shared bathroom with hers. So she was Mm-mm. using it to go into the ice cream parlor and sticking her fingers in the ice cream. She uh, was, uh, 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 oh yes, she was picking her nose and then putting her fingers oh. in the ice cream. And then she even on one occasion urinated in the ice cream. No! Yes. So all of this was caught on video. They um, arrested her. Oh, my Lord. They said it's $2,000 worth of damages for the lost product and stuff like that. They had to, you know, thoroughly clean everything. Um, And those owners better sue for some uh, distress, too, because, honey... There ain't coming. There ain't no coming back from that. I'm sorry. No. I don't think I, I would be able to trust. Uh, uh. Yeah, they had to throw out all of their product, all of their stuff, and start fresh, just so you know the community would know. Look, our stuff is fresh. Yes, she did this, but we have replaced everything, and that's a lot. Mm-hmm. So. Oh Lord, Jesus! That's disgusting. 
I, I, I'm so hungry right now, too. I, I could eat, but now I don't want to. And, and I have a lot of ice cream left over. Because I had a birthday party for my son, so he doesn't eat cake. So, my, my mid-kid, uh, he just turned 19, he doesn't eat cake. And I'm like, well, what do you want to do? He's like, ice cream, you know what I want. And so I bought, like, tons of ice cream. So, like, if I want a snack, well, what do I, well, where do I go? It's hot. Uh, as long as it has a seal. I'm yeah, no, they didn't. I had to break the seals. I know there were seals. But, you know, I mean, just thinking about the last story right now about know, putting so boogers in there and stuff. I mean, I, I have. I have to think about what about the people that make that ice cream in the factories yeah. before the seal goes on. Oh, don't. No, don't. Don't. <laughs> oh, jeez. Lord, Jesus, please. You all need to come homestead with me. <laughs> and you guys I, could butcher the food for me. <laughs> oh, uh-uh. 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 Well, you and I don't have to do it. We'll just get everybody else to do it. We'll get the men folk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We could, well, I have bets about who's going to be tougher about that. Oh, yeah? I'm sure you... I'm sure... Honey, I know you can do it. Ralph says, you know, because he hunts, um, but before me, he had no problem hunting. And then we got mm -hmm. together, we had our dog Echo, you know, and yeah. Echo kind of was really slender like a deer. And Ralph said he had very deer-like eyes. And every time he hunted after he met us, he said he has such a hard time because he just thinks of Echo. <laughs> yeah. So... It's almost. It, it out. Has it been? Has it been? It hasn't been a year yet, has it? No, it's been like six months since since Echo died. Yeah, mm. but we're doing okay. Yeah. So, I just wanted to go over some court TV stuff real quick because if you guys yep. are listening and you're not in our court TV group. I highly encourage it. You don't have to always participate and you don't have to watch every trial. Like I didn't even watch the last trial, but um, this next trial coming up is really interesting and they're doing jury selection now. It's like day three of jury selection, but I'm really excited to watch it. But in the last week, a lot has happened on court TV. If you're in the vault group, you guys saw the testimony with Scott Nelson who was accused of kidnapping and murdering Jennifer Fulford. And he basically, he kidnapped her, made her withdrawal money, and then took her out to nowhere, stabbed her, and left her to die. In That's his so testimony, sad. it was insane because he, first he claims he never intended for her to die, which I don't know. You bound somebody and stabbed them. And left them in the middle of nowhere. I don't know what your intent was, but it was definitely to kill her. Um, claimed that that wasn't his intent and that it wasn't his fault at all. That it was because he had been in jail for so many years and they were so mean to him in jail. And the city was so mean to him for putting him in jail and he just wanted to get back at them. And this was all their fault. He took no responsibility for it. 
he even had the audacity to say stuff like, you know, that that this innocent life had to be lost because of the city and, and just bullshit like that. It was pretty crazy. Um, he was convicted. And then all last week they spent time doing the sentencing phase and he was sentenced to life with no parole. Mm-hmm. He did testify during that phase too and said he wanted the death penalty. Um, so he's going to spend the rest of his life in jail, the place that he hated most. And the best part is last time he was in federal prison, which is a lot comfier than state prison where he's going now. So it does make me feel good that he's in a place that he's going to absolutely. Yeah. Hate. He put himself there. Absolutely. Nobody else but him put himself there. And he was so... Uh, he he was very combative in his testimony. I remember seeing some of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he didn't want to answer questions. He wanted to testify. And then when he answered what he answered, he would, he would say stuff like, well, I've already answered what I want. I'm not answering anymore. Well, and, and the judge would be like, you have to answer. And he, sa- he said he did it. And then he then mm-hmm. he then he oh, was yeah. like, "Well, you'll have to ask." I believe it. He kept at saying the the his parole officer's name that it was his fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. dumbass. Yeah. So last week, Court TV had Georgia v. Terrell, which. Is I didn't watch it, but I I kept up to date on it. It's a very iffy case a lot of people don't believe that there's enough evidence there to convict um i i don't really believe so either this cna you know what a cna is the um certified Uh nursing assistant often work Uh in like nursing homes um a cna in a nursing home was arrested for the murder of his 91 year old patient this yeah this patient woke up in the middle of the night one night, called his daughter, said he was dying, um, and to send help. Finally, another nurse, because the daughter didn't answer the phone, because it was like 3 in the morning. A nurse found him, got him some help. They took him to the ER, and he ended up dying a few days later. The doctor said he had a punctured lung, a lacerated kidney, and some broken ribs. Which you know, sound like very yeah. serious. That, uh, that, uh-uh. Yeah. He had told his, his nurse that a male employee there had hit him. The male employee was the CNA, and his name is Landon Terrell. He says that the patient had fallen in the middle of the night and he caught him and it was like a heavy catch and he lifted him up onto the bed by himself and his side kind of hit the bed railing and that that's his story about how you know this guy got the injuries the patient did have a history of falls he was um, an increasingly um, fall risk and he also had uh, dementia or Alzheimer's and so a lot of the testimony and, and the questions are, 
you know, if his, if him saying a male employee hit me is credible due to his memory, then Alzheimer's at 91 years old, you know, some things that right. are said aren't true. It's not that, it's not it's that. It's just kind of the nature yeah, of the disease. Yeah, it's not that they're, they're lying or, or anything. It's just, that's their impression right. of what's happening around them at the time. Right. So, then you have... The police actually told the media that Landon Terrell admitted to beating what? him up and admitted to injuring him and, and all of this. And when I went back and I looked at old articles, it, that's exactly what it says. It says that the person arrested, Landon Terrell, admits to beating up this 91-year-old guy before he died. And I was like, wow. So how is there all this doubt if he admitted it? Well, that's not actually true. He never did admit it. And so now there's also this questioning of why in the police reports it's different than what he actually said. All he admitted to was the fall and the catch and the injuries while, you know, like maybe he, these injuries happened while I was moving well, him. Well, yeah. That kind of thing. That, I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. So why would the police skew that and say he admitted to assaulting him when he never did that? Um, so you have that, you have the Alzheimer's thing, and then there's really no evidence in the case to suggest that, that he did beat him up. The the only thing that people kind of agree on is that he failed to disclose the fall, which you're supposed to Mm -hmm. do as a CNA, you know, you help your patient and then you go back to the nurses and say, Hey, so-and-so fall fell, you know, they may need some follow-up and blah, blah, blah. But there's really no no smoking gun. You know what I mean? There's nothing. Yeah. This little bit of, that I've watched, I can't really say I'd convict him. The people on court TV are like, I don't see this ending in the conviction. And they don't see there being enough evidence to convict. Um, some friends that I know are in the group, they're all on the same page. Now, the jury has been deliberating on this one for 19 hours. And they have not been able to come to a conclusion. And in fact, they are hung 11 to 1 right now. We so don't there's know. There's a holdout. Yeah, we don't know which way. But the judge has sent them back, I think, three times now, telling them continue to deliberate. You need to find a resolution here. Um, mm-hmm. And at, at one point, the jury sent back a note saying that one of the jurors is refusing to deliberate. So, yeah, I don't, is that one, the one holdout who, you know, says, nope, I've made up my mind. I'm not changing it. Done. And it's just not participating anymore. I don't know. It's, it's a very odd thing. And I can tell you, as I'm talking right now, they're in court because the um, jury sent another note and it looks like there's some new issue They're saying they haven't made any progress yet still. So we're going on a little over 19 hours now. 19 hours, 9 minutes. Do you think that we're looking at a a retrial here then? I really think that the judge does not want that. She's trying so hard to get them to 
come to a decision. She even read them an Allen charge, which is basically telling them, hey, if you're in the majority, try and reconsider and see the other side of it. And if you're in the minority, try and reconsider and see the other side of it. You know, imploring them, please find a resolution because to pick another jury, you know, it's a lot. To pick a whole new jury and go through all of this again, it's almost an unfair burden on the defendant, on the state, all of that. So try. You guys are here now. Try your best. Right. Um, well, uh, and I'm wondering. I mean, to even be refusing to deliberate does that mean that they're 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 trying they're not participating? Yeah, I don't know because we haven't really heard anything else since. I think it was that they had a, a juror refusing to. Del- delivery i think she sent them home for the night got some rest they came back today read them the allen charge this morning and now they're saying they haven't made any progress so i don't know how it's gonna end up but i i don't know if he did it or not i just can't say that he did i was a cna once did i tell you that i i knew you worked with with in a vet I didn't yeah, know you I were a CNA. Um, I, I got my CNA license in California, actually. And really? Yeah. I, it didn't last long because it was shortly before my mom died. And then once my mom died, I couldn't deal with it. Um, yeah. But falls happen a lot. We had a patient that fell and, and had a stroke. And the next day, she was gone. It's it just... It's very iffy. So I'm going to turn the TV on just a second because the judge is going to allow a partial verdict. Ooh. This is breaking news on our podcast. And they're asking the defendant to stand, and that is because the jury is walking in now, we're hearing. So they are seeing Landon Terrell with his attorney. His attorney renewed his motion for a declaration of a mistrial here. The judge, of course, denying that motion, saying that she can take a partial verdict, and that is what she's going to do. So we know they arrived at that verdict on the other counts, two through five the other day. So the count one, that felony murder with the underlying elder neglect charge that they have been stuck on, 11 to one is the reported deadlock. Good afternoon again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Let me ask the fourth person to rise, and let me ask you these questions, please. Um, have we reached a verdict in the case? And my understanding is that, um, that you are deadlocked on count one? Yes. So you are unanimous on on the other um, counts, yes. two, three, four, and five. Um, um, but on count one, it says unable to reach a unanimous verdict. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. I'll ask the... Um, in the Superior Court of Cobb County, State of Georgia, State of Georgia versus Landon Jean Pierre Terrell, defendant, criminal action file number 17-94276-34, verdict form. Count one, unable to reach a anonymous, anonymous verdict. A unanimous verdict. A unanimous verdict. Count two, 
We the jury find the defendant not guilty of the offense of felony murder. Count wow. three. We the jury find the defendant guilty of the offense of elder neglect. Whoa. Count four. We the jury find the defendant not guilty of the offense of elder abuse. Count five. What? We the jury find the defendant not guilty of the offense of elder abuse. So. I, I'm confused. How, how can you be guilty of neglect, but not guilty of abuse? So neglect and abuse are different, I think, because abuse is more like you physically harm somebody on purpose, that type of thing. And neglect is, yeah. you know, you mostly because he failed to disclose he fell, you know, and which may have gotten him help sooner. So not guilty of felony murder, guilty of elder neglect, and two counts of not guilty of elder abuse. So what's the first count that they couldn't agree on? I think it's another felony murder with elder neglect. Okay. So clearly they were like, yes, there was some neglect there, but they don't think it should be murder. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. So there you have it live on our podcast. Yeehaw. Maybe all those technical difficulties were for a reason. Meet, 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 meet. Gotta have that. Um, so, yeah, that's crazy. I'm relieved. Like, I feel relief for him. Um, it, yeah, it's very interesting. I'll have to watch later on Court TV to see what they say about that. But um, I'm glad they finally at least took in a partial verdict. Yeah. Sometimes they, sometimes the state will drop the charge that where the verdict wasn't reached. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if the state really wants to, they'll be like, nope, we're going to retry it, that type of thing. So we'll have to see what happens. So do you think they'll retry? Yeah, I'm wondering if they'll retry for them. I don't think so. I think they're pro- I, f- I feel like this this would be done. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I you know, we deal with with cases of crazy incidences all the time, and this is kind of one of the only cases I I watch and I sympathize with the defendant, and I he looks genuinely scared and worried and like not somebody who knows what they did type of thing. You know what right. I mean? So, very interesting. So, this is why Court TV is so exciting. Um, and the next trial they're going to go into is going to be, I won't go into all the details, but Florida versus Amato. Grant Amato mm-hmm. killed his parents and one of his brothers all over a $200,000 payment he made to a Bulgarian cam girl. Oh, jeez. So, there's a lot to unpack in that case. Yeah, it sounds like, uh, sounds like I've got some reading to do on that one. Yes, and I have articles about the case in Court TV right now, just so people can kind of get caught up before the trial starts. In the Crime Connect Court TV group? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And that, if you're already in the vault, it's linked 
in the vault and you can always message me to ask for a link i don't bite usually <laughs> as long as you keep me happy i'm, I'm good i bite <laughs> yes you do <laughs> i bite so um let's see we have a couple other things happening this week we've got stuff with Mackenzie lewick r kelly jonathan menard and savannah spurlock left to talk about a lot yeah. happened this week can we just do real quick uh, a birthday shout yes absolutely so um as we know uh jamie kloss our survivor of abduction mm -hmm. Celebrated her 14th birthday yeah. this week. Happy birthday, Jamie. Jamie, happy I'm, birthday. I'm getting chills right now. I'm so proud of who she is. And I, I, I truly believe she's going to be a stronger a stronger woman. A stronger child. A stronger, stronger person in general. I mean, happy birthday, Jamie. And... Uh, on another note, we do also have the the birthday for uh, Amaya mm -hmm. uh, Robertson. Robertson, she would have turned one on Sunday, and the family did have a birthday party for her, but uh, Amaya Robertson is still uh, her her location is still unknown, and she's still considered uh, missing. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's there's been no updates either in the last few months, really, other than some some minor arrests for drug charges and people that are involved or uh, just stuff like that. And we but, do uh, have a group on that case if you have no idea what we're talking about. Um, yes, Amaya, A-M-I-A-H Robertson. And you can find all of our groups linked on the Crime Connect page or in our group the vaults yep. yep so Mackenzie a lot happened with Mackenzie this week too kind of yeah just kind of enough I mean I mean stuff that we weren't expecting yeah. um so Ayula Ajaya. Ajaya Ayula Ajaya did have his first appearance this week he did not enter a plea, which is his right. They could kind of postpone that type of thing. Um, mm -hmm. And they have a scheduling hearing set for June 29th. July 29th? July, yes. July 29th. Okay. I wrote June. <laughs> um, hey, I'm with you in June. Yes. <laughs> but on Monday... On Monday, out of the blue, there was a bunch of police activity on the Jordan River. And mm -hmm. it turns out a city worker found some stuff they, they thought might be related to the case because it was in such close proximity to the house. Called the police. The police came, retrieved some stuff from the shore, and sent divers in and retrieved some more stuff. And they're actually saying that it's likely related to this case. Yeah. We don't know what they found, I, but we do have some kind of picture in the group. 
Yeah, the over the the flyover from the helicopter wasn't. Yeah, it? and there's some stuff laid out. You can't really make anything out, but um, some people have thought maybe it's the suitcase. Um, it's. I would have thought that would have been something he would have burned. Yeah, me too. And it's if it is a suitcase, it's not intact. It's in pieces, um, and I don't think it's been in the yeah. water long enough to be in pieces. So I don't even know. I don't know what it is. Right. So hopefully we'll um, hear some more about that. And today we did find out that those stupid dummy cameras that they put up in the park are being taken down. The city voted Hooray. to replace them with actual cameras. Like they should have done. In the first Which place. should have been how it was in the mm-hmm. first place. And then some amazing news in the R. Kelly case. Yeehaw! This one made me so happy to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday night, late Saturday night, it came over the wires, so to say, that R. Kelly had been arrested again while walking his dog. Um, for new charges, and these charges are federal, federal charges, yes. Yeah, baby. So he already had 10 counts um, that he was charged with in February, and then in May they added 11 counts, and these are state charges. And now he's got new federal charges, 13 new federal charges. Yeah, I am super excited about this. Um, And this is basically because, you know, those other charges he had of um, aggravated criminal sexual abuse, stuff like that. And there's all these this talk about tapes he made. Yep. Well, you know, supposedly, you know, he's totally innocent. But these federal charges are all about those tapes and not just about making those tapes. But he was trying to buy back those tapes, basically to keep them from hurting his case. So he has one charge of conspiracy to receive child pornography because he was trying to get those. Yes. Two charges of actual receiving child pornography. Four charges of producing child pornography. And five charges of enticement of a minor to engage in criminal sexual activity. And one conspiracy to obstruct justice charge. So, and this was two different grand juries actually convened. One in New York and one in Illinois. And both decided to indict him. So he now has a total of 34 charges that he's facing. And he's being held without bail, right? That's the best part, is they have decided he will not get bail for this. He's not just not getting bail. He is in solitary confinement, and he does not have access to a TV. Now, the girls, mm-hmm. they first they were saying that they got kicked out. Then they said they were being taken care of. And now they're saying that uh, whoever's supposed to be taking care of their finances has disappeared. Have we heard anything more on that? Um, I don't think so, but, you know, I have a feeling that now that he's being held without bail and there's not, like, this possibility of him coming back to make sure they're getting taken care of, that sort of stuff, it's all going to fall apart. I really think so. I think 
the handlers are going to split because he's in jail. What are they to do with him in jail, you know? Um, and those girls are going to have nobody looking over them, that sort of thing. And they're going to have to either move out on their own or go back to their families. We'll have to see what happens. But I think him being held without bail is going to make that whole situation implode. Mm -hmm. But we also have heard rumors of this, um, you know, pact supposedly that they've all made. Oh no. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised, but God, I just hope the handlers say, Hey, you're on your own. And they walk out of Trump tower and their families take them back and they get some help because it's not, somebody was saying, you know, that, oh, they're staying because, look, they're getting all this money and purses and travel and blah, blah, blah. And it's not as simple as that. Not at all. These girls, just like all the other girls, are still being abused, are still being manipulated. And Stockholm Syndrome is real. I think that's going to be one of the, hard, the, 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 the concerns that I have the most is the the trying to get these women back into society and get reprogram them and, and, and show them how life is supposed to be. You know, I think that's going to be a, a, a bigger deal than anybody realizes because he's had such a stronghold on these ladies and um, the picture that they took together uh, to show that they were fine and they were happy after his arrest. I mean, there was an actual, like, it, it, it looked genuine, you know, the elation felt real, but I, I just, yeah. I, I don't believe it. I, I think they're still in this, they're, they're, I think their, their minds are warped and, and it's going to take a lot for them to, to get out. I of mean, it. it's been years. Yeah. A long They've time. They've been with him for years now. Yeah. That's not easy to, to change. No. And we're not just talking about being in a relationship with somebody for years. You know, that this is being abused and manipulated for years. So yeah. it's, it's not going to be easy. But I definitely look forward to updates in that case. Yep. Um, we're not going to get into the whole case, but we did have some updates on Jonathan Menard. So Jonathan Menard... Um, 14 years old went missing back in April um, a few days later he was found buried on a farm nearby and basically the case went quiet we we thought once he was found that there would be an arrest um, but it was basically nothing so this week they did disclose that his cause of death was an overdose of fentanyl mm-hmm um, still no arrests, but but ruled a uh, homicide. Yes, it was ruled a homicide. Well, yeah, the uh, the medical examiner says homicide, right? But there are no homicide charges, and the the authorities kind of made this point to say that the medical examiner doesn't make the final determination. So I don't know if they were just saying that to. 
to kind of calm everybody to say, you know, hey, we haven't said this is a homicide yet, so just just hold on and wait, that type of thing. Um, still no arrest, still no answers about what happened. Nothing. I still think that uh, that guy that he was with is involved. Yeah, I and I yeah I don't think I can't imagine somebody dying accidentally of an overdose and then you bury them. It I think doesn't it never makes sense to me. I think half of his story is is true. I think that that Jonathan did have some sort of like mouth pain or tooth pain that he was worried mm-hmm. about, and uh, so they did go back to the house um, to maybe make that call. And maybe instead of making that call, he gave him a pill, th- thinking, oh, this will make him feel good. And then all hell yep. broke loose from there, I think. Now, a little while ago, a year or two years ago, something like that, in California, they were actually finding Norco pills um, that were fake on the streets. And they weren't actually Norco, they were fentanyl. Oh, geez. So it could be that this guy had some sort of pill that he was passing off as something else and thinking, mm-hmm. oh, well, it's fentanyl. It'll help his pain anyways. You know? And Yeah, but even then, you're not supposed to be really sharing your prescription medications with people, so it's still right, technically if it, illegal. If it wasn't... If it was just street... Like, because when... The, the fake Norco pills, they were just from the street, you know? Mm-hmm. And they were fentanyl from the street. And when those are dosed out by people who are not in the pharmacy industry, the dosages are way off, and that's how you get, you know, people dying. So if this guy was dealing, let's say, um, faked pills to look like Tylenol, but were actually fentanyl, just to kind of cover what they were, knew mm-hmm. it was fentanyl, you know, and and decided to give it to him just because, you know, fentanyl is a painkiller, and it killed him because... It's a fucking street drug, not something made by medical professionals. Right. Then I could kind of see, you know, him being like, oh, shit, I need to hide him. That type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Just the the, the case with Jonathan just kind of bugs me because... Like like you said, they're they're not really moving forward with anything right now, and yeah, I hate it. But we do have a group on that. There's a lot more to discuss on that in the group. Um, we don't have really enough information to do a whole episode on it, but we do have the group. There's a lot of rumors. So a lot, yeah, yeah. Again, you could find that on the Crime Connect page. <clears throat> Or in the vaults. And then our big one this week was the Savannah Spurlock case. Yep. We do not have a group on this case. However, it's something we've been following in the vault. It's been a very big case nationwide. Um, Savannah disappeared in January after a night out. She had just had twin baby boys she has two other boys you know a mother just kind of going out and disappeared now it's been a huge mystery well 
shouldn't say huge because most people figured the last people she was with did something. Right, because she's um, seen on, on camera with right. three individuals. Although uh, a big portion of people also thought she just left. Um, she doesn't have, you know, a perfect pass, that kind of thing, but they just thought she took off. Yeah. I never thought that, but. I didn't think so that. either. I mean, of course, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. People do <laughs> things for different reasons and that type of thing, but I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really get that feeling for Savannah. Yeah. So on July 10th, they actually got a tip from one of the guys that was last with her, David Sparks. Yep. His family member sent in a tip because an area on their property began to smell. And he was worried about it. I assume because he knew about Savannah being missing. And then all of a sudden there's a smell. He called the police. They came and they did find Savannah's body buried. Was it behind a barn? It was some sort of building of some sort. Um, yeah, it wasn't a house, but it was like a, a back building, a barn, a workshop, something. Yeah. Um, the hole was only 19 inches deep. So and it was, it was covered, it was, wasn't it? It was covered with like logs yeah. or wood or something. Yeah. Yeah. Covered with some stuff. Um, they found her naked, bound. They said her body had been folded in half. He had used a rug under her. Um, they found blood in David Sparks' bedroom. And so this mystery of where Savannah has been solved. She's She was there. And they were able to basically give her back to her family. I believe they had the viewing yesterday. It may have been a funeral too. Um, but they were finally able to do that. They arrested David Sparks. So far, he's only been charged with abuse of a corpse and tampering with evidence. Yeah. And it's a, a sad, a sad uh, finding, of course. And I believe yeah. that they actually finally told her oldest son where mom what happened to mom because all this time um they they just kept kept it quiet yeah, so absolutely they just yeah. they just let him know i don't know how old how old is he i think four five i mean she's 23 sure. am i am i getting that right i don't know i don't i don't know exactly no i gotta look it's it's bittersweet though you know i'm I'm never like sad when they find someone that I I've heard and already decided in my head is gone. Right. Um, because I, I'm happy that the family at least doesn't have to wonder anymore. Right. Cause that's always been my, that, that's kind of why I, I follow cases and, and what always tugs at my heart is the family's not knowing that's what gets me more than it, anything. I know. And I mean, working with you, you've helped me, uh, get a different kind of like perspective on how to think about things. You know, when someone goes missing, most of the time we know they're going to, I mean, it's common and, and I already knew that, but somebody like saying, hearing it from somebody and seeing it in black and white, you know, I, I, I understand it better, 
because most of the cases that we we follow it doesn't end up well and we have the hope that we do because we want it to end up well we want like all the all the missing hikers that we talked about like hallelujah you know and and jamie jamie was the best right and but this this is just something that you end up like you want the best, but you know it's not gonna. You know in your you know in your heart that it, it it's not gonna go the way that you want it to go. Ninety nine percent of the time, these cases do end up with either no answers or a body being found. Um, and obviously, we're freaking elated when somebody is found alive. We right. we get so excited in our admin chat. And in the groups, yeah. because it doesn't happen enough, and it's exciting. But, um, yeah, I just always feel, you know, some sort of closure is better than nothing. And I feel like over time, you know, it's been since January, her family has probably already processed a lot and come to terms with some of the stuff. And they just kind of need that final yes this is where she is this is what happens right but i do look forward to um some more charges for mr sparks Mm -hmm. and following that and and if anybody else was involved because she was seen on camera with a couple guys not just him right and there was two cars Mm -hmm. so we still don't know what happened to Savannah, who did it exactly, and I, I hope they get those answers, because I, yeah. I really would like all of them involved, whoever was involved, to to pay and not get away with this. Yeah, they, people need to pay. Absolutely. They need to pay. So that was basically last week. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. So far this week has been a lot quieter. Yeah. You know, um, this is so off topic, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm obsessed with, with Lizzie Borden and the Borden murders and, and that type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. um, it's almost the, the anniversary. The anniversary is August 3rd. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, August 4th. Anyways, um, but uh, they're doing a reenactment and tickets go on sale July 20th. So if you are interested in seeing the reenactment, going over the details, discussing the case and all that stuff, you go online to lizzie-borden.com and you can buy your tickets starting July 20th. And it's limited. You will not be seeing me there this year. I will get there someday. I will be there someday. And if you do go and you end up doing that, you also should check out the Maplecroft house. Because the Maplecroft house is the house that Lizzie and Emma uh, purchased after the the trial was over. And she was acquitted of the, of, of the, of the, the Bordens of their death. But um, I needed to throw that out there because that is something like it's it's on my bucket list, and I saw it come 
it's literally been on my mind for like two days. I've been like oh. going through stuff and, and there was something on, on ID about a, another case. I started looking at that one. Uh, her name was Martha Place. Um, and she hatched, tried to hatch it. Well, she did kill her stepdaughter and she tried to kill her husband. Um, but it, you know, any kind of hatchet case, I go straight back to, into my, I don't know what it is, but I just go right back. The Vasilla Axe murders, the, mm -hmm. the, the Borden case. And now the, I mean, there's tons, even the, the hatchet wielding guy from, um, from Fresno, the dude that stopped the, the guy from plowing into the, 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 the utility worker in Fresno, California. Oh, yeah. I mean, he ended up being crazy. I think he's in jail now or something. But I mean, he stopped the stopped the dude from trying to kill the utility worker with a hatchet. But you know, I I don't know what it is. It's something that's always fa fascinated me. But you if you have the opportunity, yes, I know. Case. If anybody, you, I, I likes can go for hours. Information on that case, just message. Jerusha, because she I can, knows I can keep, I can keep you busy for a few days, let me tell you. <laughs> and then you'll be like questioning everything you think you know, because I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it. Don't make me say it because I'll start. But <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know what I believe. That's all I'm going to say. But I mean, Fall River, Kristen DeVoy, I'm talking to you too, young lady. You are close <laughs> enough that you can go in my place and, t and get me some information. But uh, everybody... Oh, if, <laughs> ooh, yes, that would be fun. Oh, but um, that would be awesome. I don't no, I don't think they're allowing anything like that. Aww. But uh, tickets go out go on sale July 20th. And uh, I'm assuming that they're going to go really fast. So get your tickets. Get in there. Um, if you've been, ever been interested in the Lizzie Borden murders, um, yeah, do it. Nice. And then tell me all about it. <laughs> yeah, post that's a friend and um, <laughs> that's vault. why that's why I'm really talking about this. I want you to go and and then just tell me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> so that Anyways. is us. I think we made perfect timing, even without with all the interruptions and um, waiting for this verdict and Ava. The puppy was really good. He's only just waking up, so it's perfect. Oh, I forgot all about Arlo. He was quiet. Yeah, he just got up and he started. I bought this toy where it's like a log and you put squirrels in it. Mm hmm. And it came today and he is having the best time trying to pull those squirrels out. It's so funny. Um, now they, and does a squirrel come out at all or is it stuck in yes. there? Yeah, there's three squirrels, and they totally come out, and he carries them around. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cutest thing. So, um, thank you guys for sticking with us. We know there was a lot. Some weeks there is, and some weeks it's, like, super quiet. Um, but we're going to try and do this um, midweek every week. Just to kind of, if you guys were on vacation or just busy with work, you can listen and hear our opinions on things or what you missed, that sort of thing. So we'll be back next week. And um, hopefully I think, we can get Nikki or Kristen yeah. to, to get in, the, in on this with us. Yeah. Kristen. Which I love talking to you, Crystal. But I want to hear Kristen's accent 
Mm-hmm. I, mean, I love I love hearing her accent because she's Boston. She's Boston, Massachusetts, all the way. And of course, uh, Nikki's. Oh, he found the squeaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nikki, I love her accent too. I lo- I just love accents. But well, whenever I ask for volunteers for the podcast this week, uh, Kristen is very quiet. This week, I, I'm I'm a harp on you till you say yes. Yes. I have anxiety. Crystal has anxiety. We can get her to do this with us. Absolutely. And definitely Kathy, if you're listening. Yeah, Kathy. Mm-hmm. If there's ever, you know, time you guys want to jump in, let me know. Hint, hint. Um, Crystal's t- tired of talking to just Jerusha. No, I love it. Well, <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Jerusha. Yep. Thank you for having me. Good night. Or, well, not good night. Good day, everybody. (laughs) Bye, guys. If you enjoyed this, please join our Crime Connect Facebook page. From there, you could join our main group, The Vault. And we have so many different case-specific groups. They're all listed on the Crime Connect page. I would love for you to join us and follow us. See you there.